Eight Mile is the reason that I got into this hip hop shit. It's all right. We know. <laughs> we welcome you with open arms. I did go to St. Andrews Hall, which of course is a famous venue. No Tried to get that nostalgia. And I was, I was, I was went, on the stage, he like went in the same bathroom, like, and him threw yeah, up. There. You know, I was, I was sitting there like mom spaghetti. I was, he, I was up there. <laughs> he went the lyrical miracle. Store. Yeah, I was, I was up there. You went in the same store. He threw up it. He's like, oh, they, they've cleaned this place up. <laughs> no worry, I talk shit, but she know it's true. Blessings, bitches in my section. Y'all with all this money, I'm obsessive. Weapons. Turning off y'all extras. Turning off this bullshit direction. Welcome Turning to another episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm Rory. You listen, we getting right to the shits. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Nipsey Hussle on his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Yes, well deserved. Well deserved. Um, congrats to him and his family. Um, this is a big deal, man. I wish they could do like performances and like shit when they do this. Like, I think it's cool that everyone takes a picture and all that. And, and I think it's going to be beautiful that his family and Lauren London and his kids and everyone will be there to, to take that picture. I, let's have a party like right on Hollywood Boulevard. I, I, got, I, I got a feeling there will be. I got a feeling for, for this one. People are going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his birthday is on August 15th. So it, it would have been his 37th birthday mm-hmm. that he would receive this star. Um, so yeah, man, congrats to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. Well, well, well deserved and, and please have rappers performing on top of cars and shit on Hollywood Boulevard. Just yeah. shut the whole shit Everybody down. Everybody go out there, shut the whole <laughs> street down. Uh, this is a party. This is a celebration of life. A celebration of a, you know, a well-deserved tribute to a special person, a special artist. Yeah. A special man. Absolutely. Uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you been? Good, good. I can't complain. It's been it's been a cool week so far. Yeah. Uh, you you were giving me shit. I felt like I almost I? Hit, almost needed to go to homie court. Why? For what? Re- refresh my memory. It's, you know, sometimes we get subpoenaed and we don't even know why. Well, uh, my my man David hit me and said, "Hey, we're we're doing the Kalani show at Radio City." Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, "I got you on two tickets." Yeah. And about a week ago. I was your plus one to the Kendrick show. So naturally, it would make sense. To return the favor. For me to hit you and be like, yo, I got this extra ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, before I even get brought to trial. But mm, no, no. I, I feel like to trial, though. If, I don't want you to think that I was bringing you to trial. I wasn't bringing you to trial. Mm. I'm just trying to get ahead of uh, any charges. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there, there, there are no charges coming. I just felt like you and I at Radio City, and it's like seats for real. Yeah. At the Kehlani it's like, it's show. Like a theater. Yeah. Just wouldn't. I don't know. I didn't really want R&B. to be. I didn't really want to be thigh to thigh yeah, with yeah, you yeah, at yeah. the Kehlani show. No, actually, now that I thought more into it, that's why I said there won't be any charges coming. I was completely just fucking Kendrick, with you. sure. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn, you know Absolutely. the Barclays. It's kind of like we're going to see the Nets. Exactly. The uh, Radio City, Kehlani. Yeah, nah, it's just the genre. You have to enjoy that mood. with women. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You. But how was the show? It was really, really good. Yeah, um, I was mad. I seen. I saw it online. I didn't even know she was uh in New York. No, I definitely would have went, but two, um, two sold out shows. Yeah, congrats um, to Kaylani, man. That's that's a big deal. No, the show was incredible. Um, I didn't. I mean, I knew Kaylani could dance. Don't get it twisted, but mm-hmm. like but, the choreography, I was kind of blown away by. She was fucking dancing up there. Like it was, it was a, a show show in that regard. Because yeah. we all know her vocals and her lyrics and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But she was 
she was dancing and singing. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is some pop shit, not some RB shit. Kaylani is one of those uh you know, like secretly super talented artists. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't really know the extent of her talent and how dope Kaylani is. They obviously know her beautiful voice, dope albums, dope songs, and shit like that. But seeing her live is a whole different. She she reminds me of of those annoying people at the boys and girls club. It's like you're good at everything. Yeah. Like, can you just be trash at at something, please? And I'm, I'm she, she's <laughs> like you're annoying as fuck right now. She's definitely an athlete. She's definitely good oh, at, a, wh- at a few sports. Yeah. Like she can play baseball. Hell she can definitely you. play basketball. Like she's one that she can probably run really fast. Oh. Like she's one of those girls. So um, the show was dope. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was just my week. I, I know uh, we were just here a few days ago, and I feel like a lot of shit happened. <laughs> Listen, I feel a lot like of we shit- did a newsy. We did a newsy episode last. One which was two days ago. I feel like we have a whole list of more fucking news today. A lot of things happened. Um, the other day while we were we were out uh, shooting some some other shit <laughs> on my way home, when I got in the house, like my phone started like people was calling me, texting me. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel violated though when you got home? Absolutely, I because I did. I took a shower. And I, this remember just be a remember, quick, remember quick Ace promo. Ventura when he found out that Iron Horn. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole. <laughs> Yeah, the whole crew. Yeah, Everyone yeah. started throwing up. Yeah, man. I just, I just, I had to take a shower. I had to get that, get that air off of me. But um, subscribe to our Patreon. We have a, an interesting case coming. We have a great. Yeah. Um, a very, I don't know if I feel violated or we were violating them. I, I, I think I don't ever want Eden to ask me to count to ten anymore. Yeah. I know this is all cryptic, and you have no idea what we're talking about. Subscribe just, to Patreon. Yeah, no. Uh, you'll see what the fuck you'll we'll come and see. Yeah, Dom subs. Yeah, there's your hint. Um, so yeah, I, I got home and I started getting text messages and phone calls from people. I, I didn't know what the, I was just, my music was playing and then the phone kept ringing. So I'm like, why is the music cutting off? Phone blowing up. I look, bunch of people texting me, uh, go on my Twitter and people are at me. You were right. I'm like, right about what? I haven't even said anything. Mm. And, um, <laughs> they were referring to my prediction years ago that the breakfast club was over. You know, we was just mm. at that point talking shit, going back and forth with Charlemagne. Mm. Um, you can't say we were just talking shit that has been held against you. And by the way, has been held against me. And I didn't even say it. I actually argued with you that it wasn't over. It's been held against me for five years now. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want it to seem like I was hoping or praying on their downfall. But it's the internet, so people are going to take yeah, it that way. It wasn't, I was it there, wasn't that way. and I know what you were saying, but yeah. I can totally see someone just watching that clip and thinking out of context was, yeah, that you was, was like, "Yo, fuck them." I, yeah, no, it wasn't nothing like that. We was just right. talking shit back and forth. Uh, but Angela Yee uh, tweeted, and she announced that uh, the Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over, mm. and she gave us the love on top, Beyonce heart fingers. <laughs> um, I was happy she announced this on Twitter. Why? Because I feel like when the breakfast club, such a nostalgic way to announce something. Yeah, man. Like, no, it warms my heart because Twitter started really going crazy when the Breakfast Club really started going crazy. Yeah. So it was like, shout out the fabulous. Yeah, they they go hand in hand as far as the eras for me. So like, I understand Angela has to do press and do the Instagram reels and all the shit. I'm sure she did a TikTok dance for her exit. Yeah. But (laughs) TMZ was outside the studio waiting on her. She had security. But the fact that the first place she went. Just for nostalgic purposes, I don't know if that was a purposeful thing or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was so good to just see Angela on Twitter be like, "Yo, it's over, it's a wrap." <laughs> yeah, she didn't even wait till nine o'clock. 
She did no, it no, 858. 858. Yeah. 858. <laughs> oh, what YouTube conspiracy theorist uh, broke the yeah. numerology down on that one? Yeah. Mm. So uh, the Breakfast Club, as we know, it is officially over. Angelie announced that she will be departing the club after 12 years mm-hmm. yes. of uh, the Breakfast Club. This is um, the Breakfast Club is easily, you know, one of the, if not the biggest radio show that we've ever had. Yeah. I, I would say they're, the they're definitely in. in Radio Hall of Fame for sure. Radio oh, no, Hall of Fame. They've already been yeah. inducted, I believe. Um, but yeah, I think you can make a, a an argument, at least for my generation, that they they were the biggest radio show ever. Yeah. And that's not taking away from the countless radio shows that I grew up on and loved to death and made so much impact. But outside of them, I think being the biggest, I think what no one brings up is I think they single-handedly kept radio relevant for 10 years longer than it should have been relevant. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Without and the doubt. fact that the three of them could have done that, my hats off to you guys. Radio was on its way out and the way you guys shifted over to YouTube with those interviews and did everything mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. you guys kept radio, especially for the younger generation, mm-hmm. relevant. It'll be it'll be relevant to older people forever. But yeah. To the younger generation, y'all kept radio more relevant than it should have been for a whole decade. It should have been out of here, and y'all kept it going. And and not only that, I think that uh, what what Angela Yee, Charlemagne, and Envy did was they created something that ultimately gave other people motivation to get into broadcast. Sure, in yeah. some some form, it's like oh, I could sit down with my friends and you know talk about shit like this right. and you know, podcasting, mm-hmm. you know things like things like this is what I think come from. A breakfast club. It gives people an idea to. We have something to say. We need to voice our opinions. Uh, right. We can speak for the culture because we are the culture. So, um, and almost down to like the real conversations. Of, of course, we've known Angie to be one of the best at having like the regular real conversation with artists mm-hmm. throughout her career. But again, to like the Twitter point of how they kind of are partnered together with Breakfast Club and Twitter popping. Mm-hmm. They kind of represented all of us on Twitter. Yeah. And I think that's what was so good about that show, whereas other radio stations were still focused on being traditional radio and and being very much in tune with the labels. And, you know, the artists can only have safe fucking questions and like, tell us about your album. Mm-hmm. Like, whose are the features? They were really living the same internet life we were as far as having those conversations, those right. real conversations. And they brought that shit to a fucking conglomerate. So yeah. hats off to Breakfast Club, man. It was it was an Shout amazing run to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I think, have the greatest rant of all time with Ray J. <laughs> Any, anytime, and I, I, you guys think I'm joking, anytime I've really felt like depressed and kind of out of it. You listen to the Ray J rant? To get, I'm serious. To get me out and like get me in a better mood to like laugh. It's not a motivational thing, even though he was saying, come on, indoor pool, outdoor pool. Indoor basketball court, outdoor basketball court. It just gets oh, yeah, me in a better, it just gets me in a better mood. <laughs> I think that we should be all allowed a Ray J rant day. Like how we get like a sick day at work. What's the date on it? Yeah. We, should, we should start a fucking we challenge. The Ray J fucking, challenge yeah. on that day. Let's go wherever you work at, your workplace. <laughs> you need to fucking just that. go on a rant with anybody at your workplace that you have an issue with. We're going to do Ray J rant day on, uh, when was it? I don't know the exact date. I remember listening to it fucking live. December though. 11th. It doesn't say exact date, but yeah, I'm going to say December 11th, 2018. I feel like no. I feel like it's early. No, no, it happened in 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, 2011. No, but I think it, I don't even think. Yeah, it wasn't winter. No, I think it wasn't it was, winter because I remember walking outside while listening to it on the iHeart app that yeah. it just came out. Um, we'll get the exact date for the Ray J rant. 
but we, we absolutely need, we need, need to do that. We need a Ray J rant day. We need to just go to your fucking workplace and let everyone fucking have it. Anybody you have an mm. issue with, you just as soon as you get to work, don't even take your fucking coat off. Hey, hey are we live? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's and how just let somebody fucking have start. it. Absolutely. You gotta start with yo, are we live? Can I curse? Right. And then you just take it on your own. Wherever you want to go, it's Ray J rant day. You don't get in trouble for it. And then come to work the next day like nothing ever happened. You know, you know how it is. Just walking. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, yeah. Everything's good. Which um, is what Ray J did. I'm excited. So now we gave the Breakfast Club their flowers. And uh, her new, she has a new show still with iHeart. Yep. Still has. I a, she has. A, she's. She's. Uh, she will be having. Angela will be having her own show with uh, iHeart. Um, she still has a podcast, lip service. Mm-hmm. She's still going to be with the Breakfast Club until, until later yeah, the fall, yeah. where yeah. she launches the podcast. Oh, um, well, well I think what show. Angela's doing here is is important. Angie is getting away from Charlemagne. No, I'm not oh, saying oh that. Oh my god. Um, well, all things. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm I'm one of Charlemagne. You did it, man. You finally got her to the point where she wanted to fucking leave. She oh, well, couldn't listen, stand it I'm anymore. I'm here to give flowers to everyone. We know the three of them started to fucking hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlemagne, you as, did as it. As someone that's been it. in a trio that all hated each other. Yeah, Charlemagne, you did it. I can it. attest when three people fucking hate each yeah, other. Yeah, abso- absolutely. I know all the passive aggressive swipes. Absolutely. I saw Charlemagne trying to step over her exit. Like, yeah. I listen, and loved all of them. Uh, I'm happy, though, that they <laughs> chose to end it. I think it's always ill when the people. I don't think they chose to end it. No. Angela wanted to leave. She chose to no, leave. no, no, no. I'm saying when the, so. people, when the people that are involved in it choose to end it rather than the fans ending it. Oh, they, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah, end yeah, it yeah. because, yo, the Breakfast Club, no one gave a fuck about the right. numbers are in the can. They ended it on their terms. Yeah. Right. I think that type of shit is ill. So salute to them there. But Angela does have an opportunity here because I feel like Angie, being the legend that she is, and I, I know she had went through the car accident thing and all that. Angie yeah. has rightfully so pulled back a little bit. I think there's a whole lane for an individual woman to do a interview-based, radio-based type of show. And I think Angela has a perfect opportunity to do that. I mean, she's already been that, but she was with the trio. Yeah. So I'm saying just one-on-one type shit. I think this is great for it's Angela. Gonna be, is it going to be a nationally syndicated show? Yeah, I think it's, it's a, a nationally syndicated show on iHeartRadio. And well-deserved. Uh, uh, yeah, Angela Yee, she definitely deserves it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see you know, how she pivots and what she does. She's uh, an important voice in our culture, mm. an important voice in radio. And um, clearly, no it's, one exciting, can, it's an exciting time for her. Clearly, no one could fill her shoes in The Breakfast Club, but the show is still going. And I'm assuming they're going to have another female woman host, whatever. I heard it was you. Oh, I, I declined <laughs> gracefully. Uh, but who would be an interesting candidate for this? For the seat? Yes. It's hard. I think it's yeah, it gets hard. tricky when you talk about the, filling that seat. And the Breakfast Club is, even with the three of them recently, is not what it was. And I think they would admit that as well. Right. They've, they've already solidified their spot. They're, all three of them are doing other ventures and it became a job, which I don't discredit them for. Like, fuck it. Get your money. Stay there and do the show. But clearly, all your passions are being dealt with outside of the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Breakfast Club looks like right now with where Charlemagne and Envy are at with everything else they are doing in their lives. I don't know if right. it's the biggest priority. Uh, and nor, nor would I fault them for it not being the biggest priority. I think what will eventually happen is the Breakfast Club will be over with. Envy and Charlemagne will go on and do other things at iHeart. I think that they'll bring in a new, a whole new crew oh, um, okay. for their, for a morning show type of thing, which is what you need. I mean, it's 12 I, I years. Think, I think radio in general, not just Power 105, I, 
people need to clear house. Yeah. Like it's it's the same people and I understand that the radio audience is different. It is definitely like the people that drive to work at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. with kids. It's traditional radio still does exist for the older generation, but yeah. I think you can still do traditional radio and do what the breakfast club did in 2010 and 11, where you can shift over and still be relevant yeah. with the younger generation and the internet. And I don't think radio is really doing that, especially in New York city. And I have no issue with the people that are on there now. Right. I just don't understand why the youngest person on either of these radio stations is 38 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just time for some new I'm energy. Too, I, I should be too old to go on hot 97 and power one Oh five. Uh, as like a, I don't know what you would, just call the radio, radio personality because yeah. it used to be DJs. But as a radio personality, I'm too old. Get somebody in their mid twenties. I don't think you're too old. I don't think you're too. Yeah, old. I don't think you're too old. I don't, I don't yeah. think you're too. Old. I wouldn't say you're too old. But I do understand what you're saying. Get some younger blood up there. Uh, some 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 newer perspectives, newer, younger, exactly. fresher mm. point of views and ideas, and just you know, just energy about the culture and the sound and you know what's what's hot now. It's okay to go through changes and you know what I'm saying. Envy and Charlemagne obviously will still be doing something at iHeartRadio. Why why not? Um, because I I don't know if they're gonna break the Breakfast Club up. I thought they both announced that they were staying and signed on for the Breakfast Club. I'm pretty sure they're still staying on. But for right, how why long not why not saying. uh why not Diani? I'm sorry, uh why not Scotty Bean? Oh, okay. I am not mad pro, at that. Yeah. Pro Scotty Bean. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Mother's a, a radio legend. She grew up in it. She knows fucking radio. She works in radio. She is very relevant in the media space now. She knows how media is ran on the internet now. She knows these artists. She's going to ask real questions. Why the fuck wouldn't that be the first pick, in my opinion? The two, the two, the two women, if they want to do that and just fill Angela's spot with a, with a, with a female mm-hmm. and let her come up there, I thought immediately Scotty and then L'Oreal. Yeah. That's what I thought. L'Oreal would be great. Yeah. Uh, I don't, is that a conflict of... Interest. She was on lip service. I think she's on lip service. Yeah, it right. might. She's well, she not was. On. She was. Oh well, sorry. But um, I I kind of thought about that. But I'm just thinking about you. Just the two women that are currently active in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, Scotty has been around radio her entire life, so she would. She was the first one I she thought about. Perfect balance of understanding radio and understanding the times. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. Uh, congrats to Angela Yee. Um. And again, salute to the Breakfast Club for years of entertainment. Yes. Is this your apology? Oh, to what? <laughs> to you saying that it, it was over for them? No, this is my eulogy. <laughs> this is, wow. It's over. Wow, wow, wow. But it's one of those, uh, like, when your grandparent dies at, like, 90-something peacefully yeah, in their sleep, like, and you're like, like, no, they had a long, great yeah, life. It's, this okay. isn't, it's not as sad as y'all it's think so it right, is. Yes, it's, <laughs> listen, lived a life. sad that live, they're not here anymore, what a but life. They, did, they did what they were supposed to do. What a life, Grandma. I mean, you know, you didn't leave us the recipe for the, for the yams, but it's okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Um, nah, man, but it's, you know, it's, it's all love, man. It's, there's definitely no hate. Um, I just always felt like, you know, people just took that and thought that, that I, I meant that fuck them or it's over. It's not what I meant, mm-hmm. but, um, it is over now officially. So, um, yeah, man, cue the music. What, what would we play? Ray J one wish? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That was your one wish for it to end. No, that wasn't my wish. Don't do that. <laughs> Imagine if you had one wish and that was your wish. That the, that the breakfast club just gets out of here. <laughs> Fucking turn them off. Oh, uh, all right. Anyways, I feel like more newsy things happened. Oh, uh, yeah. But when we left uh, Monday, uh, we had found out later on that day that Pete Davidson had started trauma therapy. <laughs> That's what we found out. 
Yeah, because we know we talked about uh, Kanye, and we even used is the the cover of the Times as the as the as the the the, the photo, yeah. the cover photo for our last episode. So it's only right that we give an update on Pete and let people know that uh, Pete is uh, being bullied online, and he has checked himself into a uh, a center for. Mm. I guess yeah, he's going through trauma therapy. Trauma therapy, yeah, because of all of the social posts that Kanye has done. But I'm not gonna lie, the combination of that music video for Easy plus this is a lot of shit. Would that send you to trauma therapy? No. Okay, no, cool. No, no. All right. Well, I think but, Pete was already in a, a fragile. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way. In a fragile mental state. Exactly. Oh, um, was he? I didn't know that. I'm yeah. being serious. I didn't. I oh yeah, no Pete idea. has dealt with depression and, and. Oh okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's definitely not in the best mental space often. Okay. Uh, I don't agree with the shit that Kanye did and all that, but can I offer an uh, olive branch or whatever that shit is called? Sure. Was Pete not the first person to bully Kanye about his mental health? Mm. I think he did throw a shot at Kanye about and his granted, mental health. And granted, it was SNL, and I th- still believe comedians should have the right to make jokes at people's expense, <laughs> even with their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't think it was very malicious, but... If I remember correctly with this timeline, Pete was was being the bully, saying, take your fucking meds, you psycho. Like, yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. So this is a classic case of I hit you, but you hit me harder, so I'm telling mom. Uh, well, I don't think right. Pete has told him. Anyway, I think Pete Kim just probably mom? just couldn't take it and just fucking went. Yeah, to Kim, Kim is, is Kim his is mom. Mommy Kim or? is mommy, yeah, in this scenario. Who's daddy? It would be... Kanye, no. Well, I don't. I, I don't know which. No. Would it what be Bruce? On? See, <laughs> see, I, I wasn't going to do all of that. You see how he just got to go a step further every time. Dad did abandon them. You, you got to go a step further every time. But no, in all seriousness, I hope that Pete is okay. Um, you know, get some help at the trauma center. I didn't even know you can go to a trauma center for bullying. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I thought it was like a number you call and they just talk you through it. And they take your phone and they go, it's over. This is why you've been bullied. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> this, this, this sounds like I'm being an asshole on it. I probably am. But uh, I, I guess I don't care. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I never cared about the relationship to begin with. Yeah. I know we're talking about it because we have to talk about it because the I podcast. Do, I do hope I don't that care. Pete Davidson's I hope Pete is okay. I hope Kanye is okay. Depression. I hope the kids are okay. Yeah. I hope Kim is okay. I hope everyone is okay. In passing thought, did you think it was going to last nine months? No. I, no, I don't. Man, come on. We knew what that was. I feel I, like Maul prayed for the downfall since the I didn't pray. I if you ask me, I never felt like this was real. I told people that I was like, I don't think Kim is dating this dude. I just didn't see it. I just see this as, and we're gonna go local. Here we go. A Queens versus Staten Island <laughs> competition right now of the boroughs that have dated the Kardashians and what they did when the breakup happened. Mm. Lamar Odom, Jamaica Queens representative. There you go. Had a, a similar situation. What did he do? Correct. Went, went to Nevada. Got 15 hookers, some crack, and went out the honorable way. <laughs> That's pretty honorable. Pete's ass went, oh Hot. my God, the tweets. The tweets. <laughs> hey, Pete, pull your dress down, will you? <laughs> Go get some fucking hookers. Hey, Pete, it's just tweets, man. Fucking relax. No, but in all seriousness, I hope, I hope, I hope he is okay. If he is depressed and he's suffering from, from depression... I'm not, I don't want to joke about depression. That, that's no, a real Go thing. on to Victory Boulevard and get some fentanyl in Staten Island. Damn. Some fentanyl? You want him to kill himself? 
Oh, I, that's just what they do in Staten no, Island. Fentanyl will kill you. You don't want to any. Please don't do fentanyl. Don't. No fentanyl. You did when I said Lamar Odom crack. He was fine with it. Oh no, crack is you just gonna vacuum the ceiling. That's fentanyl all you do. is you white people crack. What? Yeah, that's all you're doing. Crack is to start vacuuming the, the concrete outside your house. You know. What so mean? Adderall. Yeah, same shit. Don't worry about it. But fentanyl, no, you're going to sleep. The long one. <sighs> the long one. Don't clean any of this up. I'm. We're assholes. We. Oh no, I'm leaving. Are insensitive. No, I'm leaving yeah, Pete is probably not listening to this. Nor is Lamar. Lamar's definitely not listening to this. Um, but yeah, I don't particularly care too much. Uh, what else is in newsy news so we can get to like stuff that we care about? I saw a clip of Lori Harvey and uh, Tiana Taylor sitting down. You saw Lori Harvey speaking. I finally saw Lori Harvey speaking. I always said that Lori Harvey is the realest, the realest nigga in the game. It's like seeing Sasquatch yeah, when she speaks. She, she, she dates him. And she, it's like a lunar eclipse. She cuts him out of her life and leaves men brokenhearted, and she never goes on a rant. She never posts anything. She never makes a song dissing anybody. I didn't even know what Lori Harvey sounded like until I watched this clip with her and Tiana. Mm-hmm. It was, um, she says that, uh, I almost got married very young. I felt like I hadn't really experienced anything. I didn't really know myself. I didn't really know what I liked, what I didn't like. I just feel like I hadn't really experienced life. She then went on to say she came to a point where she wanted to date on her terms. However, I want to move whatever I want to do. I'm going to do it. And if it's no longer serving me, I'm going to move on. So basically what she's saying, Rory, is I'm going to give you the best two months of your life Mm. and you'll never hear from me again. I appreciate those type of people. I do too. And we're not going to have the toxic conversation again, but I I don't think that's toxic. I do want to point out though the double standards of, of the world, which I do agree with. Double standards are healthy. I agree. We need them. But can we just imagine if a man came out and said, I'm going to date on my terms, however I want to move, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. Oh, Future's and been doing it, that for the last nine If it's no longer serving me, I'm going to move on. They say, what a fucking yeah. asshole. What yeah. a dickhead. Future's been doing that for the last 20 albums and women ain't doing nothing but twerking and shaking ass to it. And still dating them. Yeah, absolutely. And giving them babies. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Hey, take this baby and then leave me alone. Don't talk to me for the next 18 years. Just take this check and shut the fuck up. I gotta love it. Yeah, so if any men out there uh, looking to date Lori, know that you have a, a clock. It's a shot clock. I don't know who she almost married, but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Michael B. thought he was going to marry her. I, I, you know, let's talk about that for a second. I don't know about the Michael B. Jordan thing. I've seen people laughing at him. And oh, you don't think it was that serious? I don't think it was that serious. I think Mike was... I think he was cool with it. I mean, Mike doesn't. I don't. He don't think he has a problem getting any women. I mean, he, I mean, he obviously loved Lori and was dating her for a couple years and what all if that. He wanted that woman. Yeah, I don't. Mm. He's shooting Creed three, man. They're not her, bro. Creed three. He's probably going to be. In, Pete, in, Pete was out in Australia. It's a very similar situation. See, and both men wanted to settle down, and both women were like, "No, <sighs> women ain't shit. Bro. Women suck." We're just out here trying to settle down and be respectful and start families right. and build empires together. Power right. couples. A lineage. A and these women just want to run around and, and date on their own terms. And be their own person. It's fucking gross. I think oh. I know what it is. I think I figured out what it is. There's an int- interesting uh, video that I found. <laughs> There's always an interesting video. No, this video from. is very interesting. And I think I know. I think I figured out, Rory. I think I figured out why. Who's that in the blue dress? Oh, oh I, I don't know who this, who this okay. uh, Huzzy is. Oh, you have good algorithms. Um... Yeah, your algorithms are crazy. I found a video and it made a lot of sense because you know it was like, damn, why do why does it seem that women are the ones that are ending the relationships mm-hmm. and leaving men brokenhearted, leaving a trail of men to just cry yeah. and checking the trauma centers and things like that, mm-hmm. right? 
So I found this video, it's a clip, very interesting clip. Uh, I'll play some of it for you now. In 1986, the female hand pressure for handshake was 98 pounds per square inch. 2016, it's 108. Men, 1986, 114. Men today, 96. What does that mean? Well, it means that men aren't what they used to be. Men aren't the guys today, are not the guys that settled the Western United States. Because they're not pulling the trigger and not taking action and risks, which is how we survived. Correct. Instead, they are having self-esteem issues. Correct. Because they're being told that you shouldn't be aggressive, that patriarchy is bad, you have privilege, and you need to tone it down. So here's the problem, Rory. We are not the same men that settled Western civilization. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we're not shaking hands as firm as we used to. Uh-huh. We're not it's drinking as, out there. We're not drinking as much beer as we used to. We're just fucking losing all control. All, of this all thing, they right? had to worry about was shingles or whatever the fuck. Right. We got monkeypox, COVID. I can't shake everyone's hand. It's um, you know, I think that it's just a classic case of women just realizing that you know what, I want to have fun. And it's okay for women to have fun. It's okay for women to date. It's okay for women to, you know, live their lives. They don't want to be bogged down with marriage and just having kids and staying in the kitchen. The the old the old days, how women mm. used to get married, have kids, and just stay at home. Women are no longer doing okay. That. Well, to, to that because I've seen a lot of women actually have the same sentiment as that gentleman. I've seen uh plenty of the tweets of like I miss the men that just went away to war and died in buildings. Who's tweeting that? <laughs> it's people tweeting <laughs> fucking Chantel. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I see a lot of those tweets and I laugh. I actually think they're very funny about like men used to like actually build shit and all that. But I see plenty of women saying, well, listen, why can't we just make a lot of money and get the maid and get the chef and get everything? Mm -hmm. Okay. So why can't I make the money and tell someone to build this fucking house for me? (laughs) What's the difference? I do see when women say when, you know, when a guy asks, hey, can you cook? And a woman says, hey, can you build a house? It's not, not really the same. The same. same yes, no. I don't know how you gauge that and thought that that was like comparable, but yeah, whatever. Now, can you change a tire? I think every man, I would hope every person would, but I could understand. And you know how to change a tire? I don't. You don't? You should. Just for like safety. And I think all people should know how to cook. Yeah. I think all people cook, should know yeah. how to clean, clean properly. You should know how to cook. You should know how to clean. I'm, I, I'm, I'm all for double standards. I think double standards are very healthy. They're very necessary, but there are certain things that we all should know how to I've do. I've also just come across cooking way more than changing a tire. Yeah, Fair. you're gonna need to cook before you need to change yeah. the tire. Because I'm gonna get sure. hungry before I change that tire, so I gotta eat. Well, you don't have to. I think you can cut back. Just pick up snacks bit. for the road, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes. You sense. know what? Scale you know it back. Triple A. He'll just get triple A. Yeah, there you go. See, there you I got go. a phone. Yeah, twelve bucks a month. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> At, as a this isn't an ad, but as affordable as triple A is, maybe I don't need to learn how to change a tire. Probably not. You no, know, you should know how to change a tire. Oh, no, you should know how to change a tire. You should know how to fix shit. You should know yeah, you should know how to fix shit. You should be a, you should be able to do things around the house and around the community. I guess it's besides tear it down, Eden. Okay, but <laughs> just to compare the the old men that conquered the West, mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to qualify to even get a loan to own some land, and you made the laws where I can't kill the person that owns the land. And take it from them. Mm-hmm. So how could I be one of the Western men you want me to be? You, you changed the rules. I just, if that was the case, I would come down this block with a gun and kill everyone and take their land. Uh, I just would like to know who studied that. Like, now I can't even get a fucking loan to buy it. Who, who, who shook enough hands to know the PSI <laughs> per handshake? Like, how many hands do you have to shake to get to that point where you're I'll like, okay. i say a lot. There are people out here that get paid for this type of shit. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Of course. And first of all, you think the Western man was doing that? No, absolutely not. The Western <laughs> You're man. You're not one either, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right, outside of handshaking with all this monkeypox shit, we're not doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some new music coming this week. It's a lot of new music coming out this weekend. It is. It definitely is. I guess we could start with Game. That's probably the one I'm probably the most run, anticipated. Run, run to first. And looking at the amount of features, he definitely shook a lot of hands during this album. Absolutely. I hope there was hand sanitizer in that, that studio. Drillmatic. <sighs> um, yes. The Game. Is this executive produced by Hitboy or... Uh, if it's not, I know he produced a lot on it. I'm not sure if he put the official executive produced uh, tag on it. Okay. But we can look that up. 31 tracks. Dramatic. Uh, <sighs> I want to say about 25 of them have features. Uh, one of which we got today. I don't know if you want to start there. Um, we got the black Slim Shady today. We were recording this on a Thursday. How do you feel about it? Necessary? I... Unnecessary? It's terrible. Okay. I I am really looking forward to this album. I'm not going to compare what came out today to what I think is going to be on this dramatic album. I'm I'm a big game fan, but I don't know why he just gave me 10 minutes of dissing Eminem for no reason. Well, if we know anything about game, he going to diss somebody. Yeah, but there's usually a reason and even if there isn't really a reason, at least there's one reason he can make up and be like, oh, it was because of this reason. Yeah. There's at least has to be something like maybe Eminem was just watching the game one day. Mm-hmm. By that, I mean like an NBA game. Right. And game was just like, oh, you thought you was watching me? And then did 10 <laughs> minutes. But this for out of nowhere, like I yeah. understand on the drink champs, you said that you're better than Eminem and that's cool. You're a rapper. I expect you to say that. Um, and I've been very critical of Eminem for a long time. I don't understand why the black Slim Shady exists. He, I, he's, he proceeded to say he's only listened to one Eminem album and then did 10 minutes of rhyme schemes about every single Eminem song that's ever existed. <laughs> so, so you've so heard. you listened to the yeah, whole catalog. You've heard, is what you've you're heard, saying, exactly. You've heard, you've heard Slim Shady. You've heard Eminem's music. And listen, I would have liked this because anytime, Game is probably one of my favorite rappers that does the disc record shit game is gonna go all the way there it's gonna yeah, be entertaining he, don't, he ain't gonna hold back game could rap like i thought three hundred bars and running was amazing and probably in my top five greatest disc records ever mm-hmm. 10 minutes while eminem is at home minding his business raising his child i don't know what this was for i i'm still stuck on 31 tracks and if and i think that's a lot of fucking music of course and before we get off that of course eminem is a legend and will always be relevant no matter what but absolutely game is look if you look at the features here game is playing within the times right now 2022 mm-hmm. go do a 10 minute diss track to somebody from that era why are you dissing m <laughs> like what what is that for so this didn't this was eminem didn't say anything about game if he did i could be completely wrong and i take it back i didn't if, i don't i don't know if I'm m said something then yeah, game, go ahead. Do do a 10 minute diss track. I a- applaud him every time he does that. But this just felt like it came out of fucking nowhere. I would hope that Eminem did this game and and say something because is to give Eminem a track off of your anticipated new album. The single the day before. Yeah, I I don't know. I just wouldn't you know, you wouldn't I don't you just don't want that type of energy. You don't want to I wouldn't lead with that. I wouldn't lead with that type of 
you know, dissing Eminem. Like, that's going to take the headline away from the actual good music that's on here. I, I, I just... This is a bad call to me. I would, I wouldn't, I would have scrapped this song. Oh, I would just put it out. I wouldn't have put it on. The, the song album. actually sounds really old too. It doesn't sound like it, it was done recently. Thirty-one tracks. A few of these songs are gonna sound like they've been recorded a while ago. Oh, for sure. I'm only guessing. I'm, I'm sure Game had a hundred records. Yeah, and with all of these features, it was just about waiting for verses to come back. You know how it goes, Rory. Waiting for verses, waiting for features to come in, shit to get cleared. Uh, thirty-one tracks is a lot, though. That's a lot of fucking music. Way too much. That's a lot of fucking music, man. I mean, streaming era, it's not my preferred way of putting albums out, but I don't fault artists for doing Who, it. It's not my shit. I prefer if everyone would just get back to giving us their best 12. But like, Yeah, like who's listening to 31 tracks like consistently? That's like, not what the goal is with this, though. It's it's let's try to find five that'll stream well and go from there. You can't find five out of 15? The stream well? It's it's a volume game. It's an algorithm. I game. don't see. I, I I'm the opposite of that. I don't. I don't think 31. I don't think all of these tracks. I know Chris Brown like kind of found a loophole a few years ago when he did it, and it you know his 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 project streamed really well, and it was like might have been 30 tracks on that. No, it's like 50 or some shit. Oh. See, I think he went over 30. Um, yeah, I just I'm just not a fan of these super long projects, man. I, I it's just would you would y'all say that a label would probably prefer someone putting out too many tracks than too little? At this point, too many. Yes. Let's say one, one uh, all of these could find a different playlist. Listen, and uh, it's some it's, it's some crazy features on here. It's different some crazy listeners can find shit here. to put on their playlist. Like I, I get why you're giving the consumer more options to put on their playlist so they can stream it's it too more. Much, man. Rather than going to click Drillmatic and listen to it all the way so through. Let's listen to it once. I'll pick the ones I like. It's on there and I'll run the streams up per record. And you're giving me more options to find the things that I would like. There's no such that's, thing that's as- That's what that is in that regard. Like overstimulating or overconsumption? Like, Bro, my, my- For an artist like Game, yes, I think so. But I, I see why Chris Brown did it. Um, this is too much. This 31 tracks is too much for, too much rapping. Start From Scratch 2 is the one that, that stood out to me. One of my favorite Game records ever off his first album was Start From Scratch. And there's some really dope features on here. Some really dope Jeremiah, Roddy Rich, Ty Dollar. Uh, I see you went right, right to the Ruby Rose record. Ice T. Mm. Did I go to Jeremiah? Is Ruby Ruby Rose featuring. Oh, that's Twisted the name of Jeremiah. It. Yeah. Oh no, that's not. The, see, that's not the one I was talking about. No, that's cool if he was though. I was talking. No, I was no, no. Talking. That's, see, if you, if you so were much, talking about the Ruby Rose record, it's so much mall. shit up here. Are you gonna go right to track eighteen? No, I would. I was talking about, I was talking about track twelve. No smoke <laughs> at the polo. Mm. I didn't even. I didn't even get to the other. See, it's like it's like when you at a restaurant and it's a whole bunch of options on the front of the menu, and they're like, "Nah, you say you want you want to order something." Like, where's that at? Are you saying Ruby? flip it over and it's a whole other fucking so the, menu? So saying on Ruby page. is on the the back end of the menu. Are you saying she's an entree? I'm, I'm, or an app. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Because if you would say about a woman, even, that would be insane. I didn't even yeah, get to that out. side of the album. I was over here. Is no at smoke this. at the polo lounge, no sex in the champagne room? Is that what he was going with there? The, the cousin. It's the cousin. There the is idea. sex in the champagne room, though. Uh, and people do smoke, and at, the smoke at the polo lounge. And there's smoke at the polo lounge, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited about Universal Love, track 31. I think the last track. Last yeah, you happy it's over? <laughs> I mean, I made it. <laughs> I sat through all this fucking rapping. And you got Chris Brown, Chloe Bailey, and Cassie. It's a lot of feats. I want to hear yo, that. I want to hear that. Save the best for last. Yo, we, we have to give we have That's to give game credit with features. If you look at his albums, he's got some insane features for where he's. I think he's a rap legend. You probably think he's a rap legend too. I don't Absolutely. Know. 
Yeah, game for sure. But to the pop worlds, that does not matter. And game is also very controversial. Game says insane things all the time. He's not a safe, quote unquote, safe rapper. Mm-hmm. His last album, the intro had Ed Sheeran on it. He's got Chloe Bailey on the outro. Yeah, and Cassie. He's extremely unsafe when it comes to labels saying, all right, our biggest artists that don't do features, and Game has a lot of them. Like, you have to give hats yeah. off to that. I don't know if that has something to do with uh, some LA uh, politics, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oof. It's just weird that Game gets a... It's a lot of pop stars that move to LA that get a Game feature that it's just like, hmm, <laughs> how did that come about? <laughs> Rory, you stupid, man. <laughs> You think he shook down Ed Sheeran for? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think if Yo, Ed game, wants to be safe in LA, he got to go to game. Game pressing Ed Sheeran for a verse. Okay, is mate, let's comedy. do it. Yeah, he does have red hair, so if you want to wear this red flag, oh, okay, it matches. Ed Sheeran should not wear a red flag. No, he should not. He is. Um, cut, but though. I'm just saying, go through Game's catalog. He has some crazy features from someone in his position in the pop world would not get. Game, game, we love you, but you you trying to take up my whole weekend with these 31 tracks, man. It's going to take me two days to listen to this album. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, anytime Game puts out an album, I, I run to it. So we'll see. 31 is a lot, though. This is going to definitely take you way Executive produced days. by Hit Boy and Kanye. And Kanye yep. All right, Game, we're going to see what you got this weekend. Uh, who else we got this weekend? Black Thought and Danger Mouse? Before we get there... <sighs> Here we go. I feel like music in some regard, not in the Hit Boy case, and I don't know with the Kanye thing, I'm not making this game specific, but you know how a lot of movies and TV shows are just put executive produced by in a big name? And they oh, literally yeah. didn't go to set once. They maybe read the script and signed off on it. You're talking about like when LeBron, uh, A&R, sure. 2 Chainz album? But I, I think music is starting to go heavier into that, and it scares me. Everything is clickable. We got to put somebody's name to it. They're going to click it. Like, that's just what it is. If they're going to click somebody's name, let's find a way to add that person's name to the project so people just will click think, it. I, just my prediction, I think we're going to see more and more of this executor produced by just throwing a big name next to the album. And I'm not saying that's the case here. I know Hitboy was heavily involved in it. Yeah. I don't... I'm, Kanye, obviously. I know Kanye was on Easy, and, yeah. and they've been working close with each other, but I don't know. I just don't want us to get into that TV movie world where it's just like, oh, here's the EP credit. We got Cheat Codes, album by Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Ah, 12 records. See what I'm Refreshing. saying? Refreshing. Yeah, you see how that <laughs> oh, just... Oh, man, this looks great. <laughs> that, just, that just is like, okay, like I'm... We can do this. Yeah, I can do, can do 12. I can and, do 12. Uh, I mean, have you guys been keeping up with this series that Black Thought's been doing? Where he just picks a producer and does yeah. a project? Mm-hmm. He has not missed with the last three. Black Thought... Listen, man, Black Thought, he, he's... Again, he's, he's an alien, man. He's on the alien list. Um, he's one of those rappers and artists that you know every time he does something it's like it's quality yeah you know what i mean it's like you don't feel like you've been cheated you don't feel like he's doing this for any ulterior motives anything other than good art good music um that's just what black thought that's that's just the type of artist he is he's putting out good music all the time and i mean with danger mouse i'm i'm excited for the songs i mean of course we know what black thought does Mm -hmm. rapping wise but with Danger Mouse, that's that's a different type of song producer, in my in my opinion. Oh yeah, like that's he's gonna make records. This, yeah, this is this is <laughs> like gonna records, be, records. This is gonna. I'm actually looking forward to this album. This is gonna be good music. Good to see Conway on there. Yeah, it's not just a bunch of beats that Rest we know piece, Black Dog can Right, Russ, Joey, Badass. I'm, I'm because that's, that's, pay. that's out by the way. That record, mm-hmm. it's great. The Because record, I unless when did it come? I'm out? saying something that's not true, and I just have it. Oh, I, I didn't hear it. Yeah, all right. Thank God. When did it come out? 
a little while ago, I feel like. It's an, an amazing record. Oh, wow. See, I'm at. That came out July 7th. Uh, yeah. No, that record's crazy. You need to go listen to that now. Okay, I got to check That's that probably out. one of the best records moving. Danger, Danger Mouse and Black Thought Cheat Codes available tonight. Well, available now. Yep. Um, who else we got coming out? Meg The Stallion. Traumazine. Eddie, you explain? about to go crazy this weekend in the stubble in the Traumazine. What's the zine? I understand the trauma, and I'm sure Meg has been through a lot lately. Uh, but what's what's the zine part? So tra- the definition for traumazine, it's a chemical released in the brain when your brain is forced to deal with painful emotions caused by traumatic events and experiences. Well, I think that's a, a great title for... I about to say, that makes this Meg, album very interesting. What Meg has gone through uh, in the public, specifically the last few years. <laughs> and I'm still going to go with the Houston double entendre of traumazine and promethazine, but that's just me. I know you gave me the Webster's See, version. 18 tracks. See? We could I mean, do that. You don't think that's a lot still? That's a lot, but we could do 18. We could Eight, do 18. 18 in 2022 is 10, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. We could okay. do 18. We could do 18. Got good features. Dua Lipa, Sauce Walker. I like Sauce Walker. Sauce Walker, Big Pokey, yeah. Lil Kiki, Future, Lucky Day. That's interesting. Janae on there too. Janae Aiko, Pooh Shiesty, Rico Nasty, Lotto, Key Glock. Okay. Do the I mean, I... I'm a Meg fan. I, I don't. Run, I like that. I don't run to her albums because again, they're not for me. But I think she's an incredible rapper, and I think she makes good well, music. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'll be there. I'm gonna shake this fist in your face so hard. After what we did yesterday, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Pressurelicious record, though. Yeah, we talked like about that. Too. I like that Pressurelicious record. Uh, has do we feel like this rollout has been? Quiet, or I just haven't been paying attention. I'm, I, it was a short Demaris? rollout. It hasn't been a long rollout. I, I saw Meg was on Leakers, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's odd. Mm-hmm. Does that mean she's going to start a rollout? <laughs> and then the next day, I saw it was like, oh, her album Album's comes coming. out. I yeah. was like, all right, cool. Single, Leakers, and it's out. I'm not mad at it. Just Meg usually does a proper Man, rollout. Man, Meg, like, like, y'all going to get these bars. They're going to get these records. Like, we ain't got to take no too much to roll this shit out. Y'all going to get these records, and if you fuck with it, fuck with it. If not, cool. Mm. Did things get addressed? On the album? Yes. I feel like there was already an album out. Um, let's see. Things weren't really addressed on that album. Yeah. Ungrateful. Sounds like she going... Not nice. Get some shit off on there. Not N- nice. NDA is the first record. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. I'm saying oh. she might get her shit off on NDA. Anxiety. Because you know Kylie made them sign an NDA. Red, oh, for sure. Red wine. I don't think red wine is going to give us a... Flip... Nah. <laughs> y'all don't even... Flip flop might be the one. Mm. You know when motherfuckers start flip flopping on you. You know what flip flop is. And like, you know the dance going to be the cheeks going this way, this way, flip flop. I, I already see it. I see the TikTok dance. <sighs> the cheeks going to flip flop. The ass? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that. Ah, yeah, I don't want to see asses flip flopping. What about Plan B? Like, Plan B what, came out. Yeah, we got that already. Mm. So, how many Plan Bs have you purchased in your life, your lifetime, your career? Um, career Plan many. Bs. How many times have you maybe. given the money to then for mm. the purchasing? Twice, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe twice. Pro choice. Like yeah, I'm it. not. I'm not a Plan B assassin. I don't tear down CVS like that. A PBA. Uh, have you been sure of all the Plan B money and Plan Bs that you bought? Like, uh, you know, some, sometimes it's like, eh, just in case. How do you make I don't sure? know. I, I, I feel confident nothing happened, but let me just get you one just in case. Twice. Okay. Yeah. And then none that was like, yeah, full blow. Condom broke. I nutted inside you. No, nah, because most of those times, uh, it was like she was either already on the pill or something. 
Like, but do we believe them on that? I feel like you of all people would not believe them immediately if they said it was on the pillow. <laughs> why, why? Yeah, but I'm also not just spraying shit up though. Like I'm not. I'm not. Well, sometimes your trustworthy, faithful condoms that you love break. Can we get into like condoms breaking when niggas say condoms break? I seen a nigga put a condom over a whole Honda Civic one time, <laughs> and that shit didn't break. <laughs> I need to see your algorithms. And that shit didn't break. So when niggas be like, yo, right, condom did, pop. Did, did the- so just say you hit raw and you just went, and you splashed in it. Like all that condom pop shit, cut it out, Mom, man. Condoms break did condoms, friction. Uh, condoms, I was about to say, did the Honda yeah, stroke? No. Condoms, it stayed where it was. Condoms do break. <laughs> God, you just have to wear two. Duh. This pussy's right. wearing two condoms. <laughs> I know we joke about firing him. This might be the first time I was actually serious. Yo, you put two condoms on? That's like putting two leather jackets on. What's wrong? Where you going, fam? Where you going? That's stupider than what? when we used to wear basketball shorts under our jeans. Yeah, that's, yeah that was the dumbest shit ever. Like, if you, that's the last time you had to put two condoms on. If you does wore body, basketball shorts, does the body count if you have two condoms on? No, absolutely no, no. not. Yeah. You guys just happen to be in the same bed. Yeah, absolutely. At that point, y'all are just wrestling and. Just thumb wrestling. Or play, play fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing hide the spoon. Y'all not really what? doing you were, that. Yeah, yeah, I, y'all spoon. were dancing. Y'all yeah. was grinding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hunching. Two, con- we- two condoms could be uh, thicker than I feel like some shit we've danced in before. <laughs> yeah. Two condoms. Definitely thicker than a sundress. Two condoms. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> two condoms thicker than peanut butter. I'm not fucking with that. Two condoms? <laughs> nah, I'm cool. If I feel like I got to wear two condoms with you, we should, we should That's be a problem. Doing, yeah. We shouldn't no, be doing nothing. I, I, it's past. You. Yeah. We, shouldn't, we shouldn't know each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, Like two condoms? Come on. What are we talking about? I feel like about? if we need to use a condom, we shouldn't be fucking. Anyway. Two condoms? We shouldn't know. Like we shouldn't be in the same vicinity. It's amazing how we got all of this off of a Plan B record. <laughs> Bad Bunny, Made in America. Anyway, where we at? Yeah. <laughs> Traumazine, uh, available now. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, you can't wait for Sweetest Pie. Sweetest Pie came out already. Oh. Oh. For real? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a great song. It's a pop song. She has a dual Well, tell us about amazing it. Amazing music video, like, Okay. Yeah, I, see, that's why you're talking to two men. I, listen, we, I don't see videos unless it's on PRL. So it is that's right. Big facts. Only you know on I, mean? I don't even know what videos. Search it up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what videos is out. Uh. Though the whole platform is for us to know what videos are out. Hey, uh, you know, I know, listen, I know it's other music coming out, but Steve Lacey, Lil Uzi, and Kanye got matching tattoos. I just want to, I just, I'm, I don't want to talk about no other music right now. I want to talk about that. Besties. That made me want to ask, when are we getting our matching tattoos? I would never. Oh my God, look how they pause. All they right, pause. wait, 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 wait. Here's the thing. Kanye. Here's the thing. Kanye w- looks so, just, Kim, could you take Kanye back, please? Because <laughs> this nigga about to start making all kinds of sneakers in a minute. Like, he just about to start emptying the vault. Look at Kanye's face. I'm not just, all right, if you guys want to get matching tattoos, that's your prerogative. Don't pose that way afterwards. Yeah, that looks crazy. Three of us don't put our forearms out what like that. What does it say, Adam? I can't read, girl. Some Illuminati shit. <laughs> I really can't it read. It says, you've changed lives forever. Love, Ashanti. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, I can't even read it because it's the mirror either. Now nah, you got to get the glasses that Ja had. Ja had that problem too. You got to get the uh, the Tom Ford joints. Yeah, son, I have no idea. It's what, what was engraved is. under the watch. Yeah, it I says it. technically. It says. Uh, I'll put it this way. This is how I know I could trust Steve Lacey and Uzi. Wait, what is it? They they all have shitty not- tattoos, and I only trust people with shitty tattoos. Oh. Yeah, what does the tattoo say? It's Steve Lacey's smile for me. That's just oh, here we and go. I'm like, uh, I've we, never seen Steve Lacey on a Kanye album or Uzi album. When we, when y'all became friends, we y'all was here. at brunch together, got drunk, was like, let's just do it. I'm let's sorry. just get tats together. It says we here forever technically. We here forever technically. Oh, I get it. I like it. Art, art lives on. The music. Yeah, it's lives cool. On it's forever. a cool tattoo. Oh, I get it. Okay, 
I still think it's weird as fuck that y'all got it together yeah, at the same not, time from I'm, the same dude. I'm actually really anti like getting matching tattoos. With, for what? With other men or for with anybody. I don't I have mean, any matching tattoos. I mean, if you and tattoos, your girl or you and your wife want to no. get something like I seen, you know, when they you put the L O on your hand and she puts the V E on hers and you hold her hand. I'm against the, I'm against that, those type of. You thrills. thought about doing that, Demaris? Oh no, she covered one up. Definitely has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have actually no tattoos. Really? No. Oh, I thought oh. you had one on your lower back. She already covered it up. No. Oh, okay. Wait, none of y'all have tattoos, right? I do. Okay. You have a tattoo? Oh. Is that? A the, shitty one. It's, it's trustworthy. It's a shitty, yeah, it's a shitty Virgin Mary. That's a jail, that's a jailhouse tattoo. You Absolutely. got that in the back of a Cardinal Hayes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For free. <laughs> with a hair pick. With, on the bus. Yeah. On the one bus. On the with, with a needle that just came out of someone else's arm. Yeah. <laughs> Great times in the Bronx, Eddie. Gotta uh, love it. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I saw this picture and I just... I don't know, man. I don't, if this is what they're doing outside, Kanye looks like the dad that just got it to prove that he's not having a midlife crisis. Um, I mean, I feel like if all the podcasters, if we all got matching tattoos, what do you think we would all all get? A microphone? No. A microphone? A podcasters? Uh, <sighs> what was theirs again? The important Techn- podcast. We here. We here technically. <laughs> we here. We here forever technically. Uh, we all break up, but we can still pod technically. No? No. All of us? Too many words? Too many words. First the fat boys, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Then every podcast ever? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not getting that. The the matching tats with your homies is just a little, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't have any male friends. And I don't even know if they homies. tattoos with other men. How long has Steve Lacey known? uh, That's what I'm at. Lil Uzi and Kanye. I've never seen them. I'd hope a while if they got a match. Not that I should. Is that like living on the edge? Like, whoa, bro, let's do it. We just met. No, I think they just got drunk at brunch. Yeah, guys, let's just like let's do it. Let's get a matching tattoo like right now. Like we vibe together. Tell tattoos tell the story of your life, and they obviously no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. I know mad niggas with tattoos. They don't tell any stories at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you have, but it doesn't tell a story. It's just a shitty tattoo. But at one point, it meant something to you enough for you to tat it on your body. At one point just because you don't feel like that anymore yeah some people tattoo spongebob on their body Damaris. yeah at one point they really fucking love spongebob and they were it tells that they were stupid enough to tattoo spongebob on their body i think most men only get tattoos because they hear girls talking about how much they like tattoos 100 i did it before that like guys overhear that and be like "Mm, i'm gonna go get one why i like tattoos when i was 15 and wasn't really getting pussy to begin with and it didn't change once I got the tattoo. So yeah, I it was definitely not. You need for to pussy. go get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, would I, you ever get one? A tat? Nah, I think that window's closed. I think so too. Same. Really? Yeah, that, that window's closed for me. Yeah. At forty, it's closed. Absolutely, that fucking window is shut. So. I don't know. You could go through like a midlife crisis and just tat your whole body <laughs> with tribal bands and stuff. If I go through a midlife crisis, it definitely wouldn't be like to the tattoos. Yeah, I was gonna say it wouldn't no. be tattoos. You couldn't join a tribe. Would be meat? Nah. What would be your midlife what? crisis? Would it be meat? Hey, meat? yo, M E A T meek. You would get meek tattooed on you. That's crazy. <laughs> you almost made me say, and I love meek. You say, See how fast you try to get me in some shit. <laughs> no, I'm not getting meek tattooed. Wow, you sound like a hater. You wouldn't get meek. He all he does is inspire. Right. Why wouldn't you get him tatted? Because I, I don't have any tats. See how fast I can get out of that? I just don't have any tats. I'm just not you wouldn't get the Dream Chasers one? No. I would never do that. Dreams and nightmares on your wrist? No. What would be your midlife crisis? If I had to go through, I don't know. It wouldn't be like nothing like hair and tattoos. It wouldn't be that. Motorcycle? Piercings? You look like you get a nose nah, piercing. Nah, not motorcycles. I'm too, I'm, I don't fuck with bikes at all. 
You would get a nose piercing. You did the nails. So I think you'd do the nose. Pause. If that's a pause. Nah. That's, kind of. Nah. I don't know. I might start doing dumb shit like just wearing shit that I've never liked before, like a bunch of leather. Oh, I thought maybe you don't. <laughs> might just get bring like back Ed Hardy. Leather phase is so anti Yeah, I might just get like start wearing like leather. Just. He has a point. Not vegan yeah. at all. But I might not. Maybe be just vegan go back anymore, to eat. Yeah, go back to eating meat. Yeah, I might. You might see me at Pop. Oh, you see me at Popeyes. If I see what Popeyes. Hey, I didn't forget a lot of you niggas was fighting over Popeyes chicken sandwiches either. It was good. I didn't forget that. The so, fight was good or the sandwich was the good? The sandwich was good. Like you, was it worth the fight? I never score up for... I, I do that for tacos. I just had to say it before you. The Popeye's chicken sandwich, that, that, that whole phase... You had one? I've had one before, but it was after the craze. Like, I didn't wait in line. How was it? It's all right. It's just a chicken sandwich with pickles and mayo. Like, yeah, I had it once. It was anything Is crazy. it the best one you had? No. Absolutely not. If I was starving and it was, like, available and there wasn't a long drive through line, yeah, I'd, I'd go I'd get one. one. Yeah, fuck it's, it. It's... It wasn't like a chicken patty, you know? Mm. Like it was actually a piece of chicken. So that's, mm. I mean, chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, wasn't the spicy chicken from, from high school lunch, but it was all right. All right. Um, yes. Kanye. <laughs> you said indigestion, just thinking about it? Yeah. <laughs> the chicken. The, oh my God. Cafeteria chicken? Uh, Cafeteria food was disgusting. I seen a nigga pull out tater tots out his pocket with no napkin. I was in Napoleon Dynamite. I saw the movie right, too. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, <laughs> y'all don't understand what I'm saying. No, 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 no. You mean like no. during second period? I'm talking about in class before the before I, You Napoleon know what's crazy? Dynamite. I saw someone say, I'll bear you cockroaches and then fire an AR-15 at a bunch of men yeah. <laughs> in front of the world is yours. <laughs> I'm talking about before. I'm talking about when I was in high school, asshole. I'm not talking about Napoleon Dynamite. I seen a nigga pull tater tots, no napkin, no nothing, out of his hoodie pocket. He was hungry. You never that hungry, bro. You know, no napkin. He probably went to like all four lunches or how many lunches you guys had. He was ill. I miss high school, though. Do you? I do. Only because like, I feel like when you get old, you don't realize how much you should have taken advantage of like being in high school. Uh, for sure. I mean, I feel like that's just your childhood to begin with, with no nah, responsibilities. High, you high school really... is different. Like being in a building with like a bunch of people that live all over the city. It's like I definitely should have talked to more people in high school. Okay, I see that. 100%. I thought you were just saying like the freedom of just no responsibilities, no 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 no. That's of course we know that we we thought about that as soon yeah. as we became adults and had to get a job. Yeah. We thought it's about like that. wait, they want they want the bill every month. Yeah yeah yeah. No no. I'm talking about. <laughs> You was in high school with probably some really, really interesting people and never really kicked it with them. Yeah, right. that's true. But you were still trying to get to know yourself, so you didn't really know. That's why I applaud yeah. some of these younger artists that I'm like, damn, you figured that shit out at a really young age. Yeah. The, the network that you had. But All right, well, we're not here forever technically, so... Um, but they don't know if... if we don't know where music's going. You're selling the catalogs. Kanye, we don't know if the Kanye music's going to be here technically. <laughs> Kanye know exactly where his music is going. To the moon with Jeff Bezos? Absolutely. Are you going to listen to the Britney Spears Hold Me Closer uh, record with Elton John? Um, why not? That might be my vibe. I might, you know what I mean? We can't just shoot it down. We got to give it a shot. And Britney, she's back. She got a rights of her estate and everything now, right? Doesn't she? Yeah, Britney's free. Yeah, Britney's free. So we got to support Britney. Even if I don't like it, I'm, I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. You're not listening to it? If you play it. Around me, yeah, well, sure. You're not gonna support I'll be, I'll be Britney Elton John. Why you wouldn't? Why you wouldn't support Sir Elton I, John? I fuck with Britney Spears and Elton John to some degree. I'm too young for Elton John. I, 
I know probably the hits. Oh, you went crazy when Eminem brought him out at the. What was that? The VMAs? Oh yeah, yeah that was that was a you moment. You went crazy. It was Don't a moment. That. Yeah, I know it was a moment. You went crazy for because because it, it was out. like it's okay that he's been bashing gays his whole career. He Look, still he, loves him. That that was Eminem bringing out Elton John was the epitome of I can't be racist. I have black friends. Or Absolutely. I'm not racist. I voted for Obama. Absolutely, that was definitely the equivalent. <laughs> was that during Eight Mile Time? Uh, I think it was before. I would imagine, right? I think it might have been right before Eight Mile. Yeah, that was definitely like Marshall Mathers LP, like when he was really getting the F, yeah. the f bombs off crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was before um Eight Mile. Elton John is a very understanding guy. I don't think Eminem is homophobic by any means. I think he was the prisoner of a time and said some really disgusting things and wasn't aware that he was saying disgusting things. Mm. Elton John is an understanding dude. <laughs> to perform stand with Eminem like that? The shit Eminem said about gay people. <laughs> <laughs> and you was just like, all right, I'll play the keys on Stan. Uh, they, had to, they had to have a, a, a discussion and, you know, Prior to that, and Eminem apologized. Yeah, Eminem was young, man. We got to remember Eminem was. What, Are we 20? taking steps back in progression? Because Eminem and Elton John on stage together was probably the most progressive thing as far as straight and gay relations ever. Ever, he was the biggest rapper on earth, True. maybe ever popularity wise. Okay, he was also white, so you know he got every fucking look ever. Mm-hmm. Elton John already at that time was an icon. And the probably the face for gay icons, and half of Eminem's album was, was bashing gays. Yes, making jokes about gays, mm-hmm. uh, slurs about gays. Yes, that was insane to see the two of them, especially in retrospect. I was fucking eleven, so it didn't really. I didn't really know what gay was at eleven. So to me, it was just like, all right, whatever. But this was a fucking moment. <laughs> yeah, no, this was probably the biggest moment. This was the VMAs, right? Uh, I do not know. I think this is the VMAs. If I'm, I feel like I watched it. Well, uh, this is I've actually the Grammys. It, but, oh, that was the Grammys. The even Grammys. crazier, which again is a very like only Eminem could have done. This is a very inner scope uh, connection. I feel like, but you know, I guess it worked out. Oh, in the game Black Slim Shady uh, song, he kidnaps Stan's younger brother that had the autograph on the starter cap. Get out of and here. And he was driving Uber with the starter cap on. And Game was like, yo, let me see that starter cap. Yo, that's signed by M? Yo, this is an Uber to 8 Mile now, and I got a pistol. Drive. Wait, those are bars? <laughs> it's a skit in the song. Oh. Rory, so I know that, you know, Eminem holds a near and dear place in your heart because... Does he? I mean, you know you fell in love with hip-hop when B-Rabbit was on the... <laughs> when B-Rabbit was on the bus and he had his Walkman on. You know, you was on the 7 train. For him. <laughs> you know you was on that 7. I had a whole booklet of CDs before 8 Mile came nah, out. You, I didn't say he introduced you to hip-hop. I'm saying you fell in love. Oh, with, when I saw him on the bus, I was yeah, just like, oh, yeah. And then he had the battle. Oh, I, I could him. do it too. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know you fell in love with it. I was, I was in junior high like, yo, fuck the free world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can we talk about 8 Mile quickly though? Classic movie. Oh, 100%. Definitely a classic Lose movie. Yourself, classic record. <laughs> he lost that second round. B-Rabbit did not belong in the finals against Papa Doc. Lotto, Lotto nah. cleaned his ass up. 
I ain't gonna uh, I can't say he cleaned him up. He, Lotto cleaned he didn't, him up. Lotto didn't get embarrassed the second round, but M M one B Rabbit still won that that round. M one with a terrible cliche mother joke of I get the seven digits from your mother for a dollar <laughs> tomorrow, Lotto. It didn't even rhyme. And the crowd was like, Woo, he's white. <laughs> That's a whole movie. Meanwhile, Lotto cleaned his ass up. Lotto had a better flow. He had a better flow. That Lotto went. But what I didn't understand with the structure of that movie, I know it is a classic. They were all from the free world. Was the free world going to battle each other? <laughs> like, say he lost to the first dude. I forgot the first dude's name. Uh-huh. Uh, was, was that dude about to battle his mans? And then if Lotto won, was Lotto going to go after Papa Doc? I don't remember. I got to watch that movie again. It's been a while since I watched it. All I know is most of that movie is M getting cleaned up. See, Proof cleaned see, him up. Most of the movie? See, no, I, no, no, listen, no, no, no. You, you can't, I can't let you do that. You I'm going to hold your white, right. your white brother the, down. All right, all right. The funniest part of that movie is that outside of Macaw Pfeiffer's um, Dreadwig. That was terrible. <laughs> would be that he's supposed to be the future of hip hop. That's where he got his name. We see him spit four bars in the whole movie. Makai, you talking about? He's supposed to be the future of hip hop. Yeah, but he was the host. He was the no, host no, no. of the underground. But, but, but he said, they heard me rap and they say, you the future of hip hop. So we call you future and then he never rapped again. <laughs> why did you He didn't rap once. Yeah, see, that's how I know he fell in love with How many thing. times did you see this movie? His, his brain absorbed that and held on to that forever. We, we've gone through, how many movies have we? Love of, he fell in love with the culture of hip hop. <laughs> I told you. That's, that's why I stuttered. There's stu- no Rory with before, eight eight stood out to Before him. 8 Mile came out, I knew every word to Shook Ones okay. that they played in this 30 top. No, nah, that yeah, was the first time I heard it. That was my the first time. He was like, this beat is kind of. I shazammed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, ooh, what is this? this beat is kind of. How old were you when uh, 8 Mile came out? You had to be like really young. 13, 14, yeah. maybe? Damn. That's right. a great. Outside of that movie being a classic, one of the better soundtracks that is not. Brought up easily when it comes to movie soundtracks. Yeah, they had old Fifty going crazy on that Eight Mile soundtrack. I actually went to the theaters to see Eight Mile. What a pansy! Yeah. <laughs> I, I went as I, well. What was I thinking? What do you mean? What a pansy! Wait, what's that one record? Nah, I was young though. It was it was it was a, definitely a, a eighteen movie tracks. To go see. Have we ever discussed uh, "Love Me" from the Eight Mile soundtrack? Yeah. Have we ever gotten a Fifties verse? I don't want to repeat if we have. No. No. That's one of the funniest 50 cent I don't give a fuck because I haven't really made it versus ever. Mm-hmm. He said, I used to listen to Lauren Hill and tap my feet. <laughs> then the bitch put out a CD and it had no beats. <laughs> He's talking about her uh, unplugged album? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 50 is an idiot, man. 50's a fucking idiot. He she said that. He said, "Well, you can read the D'Angelo bar since he has the N word." That boy D'Angelo, he determined not to fail. That nigga went butt ass for his record to sell. I do now that, but that this was all I at that remember, time yeah. when this shit was happening, so that it was super funny. Remember. That line. I hey, I ain't gonna front. I thought R. Kelly was a shit. Let me find out he fucking around with Bow Wow's bitch. Yikes! Look at the next line. My back shot to help Ashanti hit them high notes, and Big Ben taught Charlie B more the deep throat. <laughs> old fifty, bro. That's definitely old fifty. Uh, How does Ashanti just keep getting brought into everything? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Bingo. I'm trying to tell you. Um, but that, that is a very underrated uh, soundtrack. I might have to go back to that. But yes, uh, 8 Mile is the reason that I got into this hip-hop shit. It's all right. We know. <laughs> we welcome you with open arms. I did go to St. Andrew's Hall, which of course is a famous venue, uh, when we had did Palooza a few times there. And I, w- I went down to the shelter. In uh, Detroit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I may have went down to the basement. No Tried to get that nostalgia. And I was, I was, I was went, on the stage, he went like in the same bathroom, like, and then threw yeah, up. Yeah, you know, I was, I was sitting there like Mon Spaghetti. I was, he, I was up there. The, <laughs> <laughs> he went lyrical miracle. Store. Yeah, I was, I was up there. You went in the same store. He threw up in. He's like, oh, they, they've cleaned this place up. <laughs> Shout out to St. Andrews Hall, man. Classic venue. Hell yeah! But no, nah, that that shit is is cool that that type of time existed. Uh, we also had some news when we before we left last week that um. The FBI had raided former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Mm -hmm. Still my president. I was going to ask you who taking the charge for him. Oh, no. I ain't taking no charge. I figured, when the, I figured when the feds raided, he was like, yo, that's all mine. Yeah, nah, that ain't. <laughs> all that paperwork right there, that's uh, mine. That's Maul's. Uh, see, I didn't vote for Donnie. I just, I just miss his antics in the news. For the amount of times you said that, I think you did. Nah, I didn't vote for him. I so didn't they vote for him. You're a felon. You can't vote. Oh, yeah. Next time I'm voting. For sure. Um, the FBI took boxes and documents from Mar-a-Lago, and it appears that no electronics were taken, according to two sources. Yeah, they're being truthful. Mm -hmm. One U.S. law enforcement official familiar with some of the search warrant activity and a source close to Trump. Some, if not all, of the documents are potentially classified records. Can we... Um, And I guess you can put, like, some some... Conspiracy theory music, sure. Right here, does does QAnon have a theme song? Do we do we think that uh President Trump took the files from uh the whole Epstein case? The names I think would have would would have been great is <laughs> and when then they, they went back to get them. <laughs> I would have loved if the feds kicked the door down and it was just Trump and Loaded Lux chilling in there, and Lux was like, "And we kept the files." <laughs> He tired today. Yeah, he I'm tired. exhausted. Yeah. I gotta be tired. All that work yesterday. They, um, this is oh, listen. We can have conspiracy conspiracy theories around this forever, but this is absolutely fucking crazy that the feds. Raided. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think they probably had he a, whatever a, a he bunch took. of evidence that he did take files, which, I, from my understanding, presidents do do, mm -hmm. but they try to work it out where it's not illegal, and they had probable cause to do so, and they wanted to go. Snoop around to try to find oh, some other he, shit. He definitely. Took I don't the think files. they went for the files that they got the warrant for. No, he went. He they, he took the files with all of those names of all the pedos that oh, Epstein God. had named. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what he did. You don't think there's a world where he might have gotten like a hint that that was going to happen? I mean, he knew that they the raid was happening before it happens. He oh. he has to know. There's no way he didn't know that it was ready to happen. He put out a whole six page uh, press release the moment they kicked the door in. <laughs> Yeah, but they—he's—he's he's the former president. He knows. He knew that the feds were on their way there. Mm. He knew that. But um, it's crazy. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta just see what's gonna happen. What, what comes out of this? Because I don't. We we talked about you know President Nixon and Watergate, but this is something like we we don't live to see shit like this to happen to a former president. So this is crazy. It's still not shocking to me. Not even Trump related. I just. This is turning to such a fucking circus. It's a none, movie. None of this. It's like, a fucking movie. This is the craziest thing in American politics for quite some time. And I, it didn't shock me. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. It didn't, it didn't shock you that he was raided? No. It shocked me. I didn't. I didn't, never thought the feds would I, this, raid a this former This whole president. thing is a circus. Whether he's guilty or not is not what I'm saying. Just this. It's all a circus. So, it's, no, it's definitely a movie. This is movie. This is movie shit. Um. I keep telling people the fucking the not the the documentary for the pandemic and COVID in ten years is going to be fucking amazing. Mm, I, I give it the the real one's going to come in thirty. Mm -hmm. We might we're going to get one in ten years. Yeah, 
Shit, and there'll be some year. things in there that will be like, holy shit, yeah, I guess we was right. The one in 30 years? Yeah. What if when all kick- those people are out of office? <laughs> what mm. if they kicked Trump's door down and he had like a do-rag on? That's worse than my loaded luck stroke. And like was making like like a TV it's a volume thing or game. something. We all miss. Like on TikTok? Yeah. Like what if he was just doing some absolute just like left field shit that you never thought he was doing? I think Trump has probably put a do-rag on before. He's from Queens. He used to hang out with all the rappers. <laughs> he definitely put a do-rag on. Without a doubt. Or they put a do-rag on him. Yeah, they told you gotta you gotta teach Don how to tie it. He don't know how to tie that Chained shit. Him, but with a do you think he could get waves with with the hair that he no. has now? You can you brush that. It's coming off with the brush. <laughs> the sc- his scalp is coming yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try to brush that hair piece if you want. It's coming right off. Um, what do we think is gonna come from this? I don't think any I don't think anything will come from it. I think the documents that they wanted, they got back. Um, I'm pretty sure Don made some copies if he's smart. <laughs> Still running for president? Absolutely. He's gonna win. After this, this? after one thousand percent. I just feel like these events just keep just keep everyone that's already there employed. They have to keep doing these types of events to keep everyone employed. Now, whether the result is he's guilty or innocent, the left gets to argue their side and the panels continue. The right gets to say this. The politicians on the left get to say, oh, look at the corruption. The FBI found this and then they didn't prosecute him. And if it goes the other way. It's just arguments back and forth. Everyone just continues to not fix a fucking thing, and we just go in a circle of bullshit. Whatever it is, Events it's like a this, movie, and I want get, popcorn. Okay, all right. With no butter. No butter. It's just a circle of bullshit that keeps everyone in the same position, because if things actually change, the positions will change. So let's just find more shit to argue about. We don't really care about the results. Nothing will really change. That's and true. Nothing will we change. We get to argue. But we I get, do think- we get Sean Hannity going, this is an outrage. And then fucking good impression. What's uh what's the old boy's name? He's gay. He's gay. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. And then Anderson Cooper going, This is an absolute disgusting uh results of a president. It's just it's a cycle, nonstop. It's impression. it's 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 political theater. That's all this shit is. It's mm. political Yo, theater. Tucker Carlson is one of the most sickest people I've ever seen. It was some more newsy news. Uh, OnlyFans model charge of murder. I don't know if you remember this, Rory. The uh, the OnlyFans model yeah. that was a cute. She is, got uh, bail, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Getting bail on a murder charge is. <laughs> Courtney Clinty, twenty six, has been charged with second degree murder with a deadly weapon for the April third stabbing of her boyfriend Christian Toby Albumselli. Excuse me if I butchered that name. State attorney for Miami Dade County, Catherine Fernandez Rundle, announced thir- Thursday. Reynolds described the couple's relationship, which began in November 2020, as extremely tempestuous and combative. <laughs> Jesus. She noted that the building management where Clinty and Obumselli lived documented multiple instances of loud arguments and was ready to evict the couple prior to Obumselli's death. Um, I'm glad that she has been charged because uh, when that video came out and, you know, a lot of their friends had came out and said that she... They had seen her be really aggressive with him and hit him and beat him up a couple of times. And she had a really bad temper and all these other things. And they didn't understand how she wasn't charged immediately. But I guess investigations happened. Uh, more information was gathered. And mm-hmm. now she has been officially charged with the murder and her boyfriend's uh, death. So I guess for the family, that's some some, you know, silver lining. 
we'll for see, them. We'll but uh, it's still happens. it's still a, a a crazy and you know unfortunate situation. But we got videos, you know, that out now. Her beating him up in the elevator, and Ish. you know, they're just they're basically saying that this was something that you know people were aware of that she well that they were uh loud and had gotten into a bunch of fights in their building before. So this was something that people feel like they felt like would happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, prayers to the family, and and we'll see what happens with the actual case. But crazy, um, crazy shit. I did, I I did watch. Uh, I killed my dad on Netflix. I don't know if anyone watched that. What was that one about? Of, it's a trending uh, I documentary. My, that, I believe that's what it's called. Is that with the um the two Spanish brothers? No. Wait, are you talking about uh, the Menendez brothers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they killed did, their dad, didn't you they? You think my my brain goes weird places? How'd you get to the Menendez brothers? Because they killed their dad, didn't they? <laughs> they did, yes. All right, so I thought that yeah, was Yeah, but the there's doc. been like 17 docs and shows. I thought this, this was the new, new one. one. I don't know. Okay, I think who they else? killed the pa- both the parents, I think they killed. Damn. You know what's so yeah. ill about the Menendez brothers? They was locked up with OJ. <laughs> they was both facing trial at the, <laughs> in the same county. <laughs> Wild times. Um. Anyways, yeah, I, I believe it's called I Killed My Dad. You don't need to bring up the Menendez brothers. I killed my father. Um, I watched yeah, dad and father is two different things. I watched the trailer um, and I saw that it was trending on Netflix. So I was like really excited because I like these types of docs. Mm-hmm. Underwhelming. It's a crazy story. Don't don't get it twisted. But it's a it's a pretty underwhelming doc. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but. Yeah, no, the, it, it's, no it's, it starts it starts with the nine one one recording. Like, yeah, no, I shot him like three times. Oh. and they're like, "Is he dead?" I'm like, uh, yeah, I think he's he's dead. And then it just proceeds to go through what he was experiencing in the house and how crazy his dad was. He was but, abused and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and and I'm again, I don't want to spoil it, but fuck it, uh, spoil it because you could see he's he's not in jail. Like in the trailer, you can see he's not in jail. Mm-hmm. So he gets off, rightfully so. Um, and I think for the first time in, in a lot of situations, justice really was served. Like he was protecting himself, mm-hmm. but it is underwhelming. Like it didn't need to be as long as it was. He was just a, a very abused kid and killed his father. This country seems to be so infatuated with murder, death stories and documentaries. And I'm, and I'm so happy. I feel like every month is a, a new documentary about a crazy fucking time and family that was killed and a neighbor that was killing you know her guest and burying them for their social security checks and mm-hmm. it's just like and I'm why so, are we so fascinated with this I'm shit? so happy you just brought that point up that's how I felt with this doc of course if someone tells me that story I'd be like oh Netflix would kill that that'd be a great doc mm-hmm. but once you get into how clean cut this was and how sad it was it's it's not one of those docs it's just capitalizing on our infatuation with this type of shit. Right. The way I saw the trailer and was like, I love this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it. I was like, they could have left this one. Alone. I could tell through the whole doc, the kid didn't even want to do this. The whole time he feels visibly uncomfortable even talking about it. Like they, I kind of felt like they exploited this kid. That this story was just to do the fetishized shit that we love with these murder docs. So do I check this out or can it? I would say can it personally. I don't I think it's a waste of time. Um I'm happy of the results, but to me it was they took advantage of a kid that did not want to do this doc during the entire process of the interview. He looked uncomfortable. He looked like he didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they just took a story that knew would trend on Netflix. 
I'm going to watch the... Uh, I came in and Julian asked me if I had watched the Woodstock doc yet. I meant to watch it last night. I didn't. I was busy watching the Murder, Inc. Uh, documentary. We're, well, we're going to talk about Woodstock next episode, yeah. whether you like it or not. Because I no, can't I'm wait watching to talk about it. No, no I'm, <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I'm going to watch it tonight for sure. Uh, I caught the first episode of Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. The Murder, Inc. documentary. Um, I did not. Irv, I know we killed you all week. Everybody's been kicking your ass about that Drink Champs interview. But this... uh. This Murder Inc. doc, the first episode is absolutely amazing. Great production. We figured that though. Yeah, I I was looking forward to this, and I didn't think that Irv. Well, I I mean, deliver. listen. On one hand, Irv did a hell of a job at you know promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I feel like everybody that watched Drink Champs, you have no choice but to watch this documentary for sure. Um, but they didn't drop the ball. The production was uh was great. The way he was telling stories and, you know, just the footage and him talking about the way he was mixing the records and, and, and blending and and them actually doing it underneath him. Like, it was just, it was done really, really well. And you could tell that moving forward, it's only going to get better. The story's going to get better as it goes on. Um, Did it open with a title card dedicating it to Ashanti Douglas of Glen Cove, Long Island? Jesus Christ. No. Yeah, so uh, the Murder, Inc. doc, episode one. Great job. Looking forward to the rest of this documentary. I'm going to watch it tonight. The NBA is doing something that they should have done a long time ago, but they're finally getting it done uh, after the passing of NBA legend, Celtics legend, activist, civil rights leader, Bill Russell. Uh, passed away. Bill Russell's number six jersey will be retired throughout the entire NBA. No other player in the NBA will be allowed to wear number six. I think this is a great job by the NBA. This is probably one of the biggest honors a player can receive. Um, and I'm glad that they're doing it. I wish they would have did it while he was still here to see it. But, yeah. you know, I'm glad they got it got it done. LeBron Does LeBron wear 23 with the Lakers or six? He wears 23. He, okay. was, he was wearing six. Yeah. He's wearing 23. Uh, the only number I know that was retired – Outside of their organization was, uh, I think Michael Jordan's 23 was retired by Pat Riley in Miami. I think Miami, the Miami Heat retired number 23. That's so, really weird and interesting. Uh, just so y'all know, so his number is six, um, but he's part of the process of being grandfathered in LeBron. Oh, so you could be grandfathered in with six, so you, six. you can't be a new six. <laughs> Wait, LeBron, he didn't know he had number 23 last year? I thought he, he did. He switched it, he switched it. recently. Oh, so he never played in number 23 up with the Lakers? Mm. He just announced he was going back to number 23. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, so he switched from 23 to 6. He's 6 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he went from 23 to 6. Mm-hmm. I, I know I saw no, him. I know no, I he's saw wearing Lakers. 23. Yeah, sure. I know I saw yeah, him in the I'm saying 20. like he's wearing 6 now. So okay. that's going to have to be. They're not changing. They said if you have that number. Right, your grandfather no can be 6 after that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So whoever has the number six now, whoever wears number six currently, this will be the last of it. No other player after right. these players that currently have it will be allowed to wear number six. Right. Got it. Well, um, it's a it's it's a a a, a high honor, and it's a um a, a beautiful gesture by the NBA to uh, retire that number throughout the league. Sure, I agree. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Uh, what we got for the weekend, man? Um. I hate chilling, I guess. I don't know. No plans? 
I got inv- I got invited to a somewhat of a club event on Friday night. I haven't done that in quite some time. I might step outside. Mm. I might see what the club is giving. Excuse me? You were quiet the entire episode. Now, all of a sudden, when I'm going to the club, <laughs> it's not that type of club. <laughs> is up and down still a thing? No, I think it's at the old stage 48. I don't know what they call it now. But I don't know. We'll see. What about you? Um, I don't know. No plans. I might figure something out. Might take a little quick trip. You say that every weekend and then stay right. Bleep out. I'm sorry. Rory loves it. What to say where I live at? <laughs> he just wants niggas to pull up to my crib. I don't. I've never said that once. I don't think anybody will find you. You got the internet fucked up. No, I don't. <laughs> Not parked outside. <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. Well, yes, Maul says every single weekend he's going to take a trip and then stays right at home. You know what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to actually take the trip and then FaceTime you. Okay. From wherever I'm at. Are you going to bring some young ladies? Nah. The young ladies will be there. Nah. I mean, well, yes, there'll be women around, but mm. sometimes you just got to just take a trip and just freestyle. No plans. Just go somewhere. Type of trips I like to take. Yeah, go somewhere, check into a, a room and figure out what's what's for dinner. Uh, is it a Toronto weekend? Nah. I saw some things happening in Toronto this weekend. It this pe- weekend? It peaked, it peaked in urge, yes. Really? Yeah, I feel like there's actually a really dope concert going on. Well, the Young Buddy concert was last weekend. I know. But I, I love a good post-crazy uh, weekend in the city. That next weekend is the weekend. That's when they be out. Mm-hmm. Because it was too much. Everyone had a, a shitty time. Too much was going on. They wanted to just relax. Yeah. Division's performing this weekend? No, but it was like not just Division. I don't know it? if y'all know, but that record is taking off. Yeah, that record is doing like... <laughs> look look at Julian. Like really well. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm the one that's working it. Julian is low-key the funniest dude I know, bro. <laughs> it's Julian looked me in my eye told me I did a night in New York. <laughs> Yo, Subscribe to our Patreon. It was a great episode. But what I did a night in New York no, is sick. But we don't but we don't realize now at this point that the internet when they hate on a record does not dictate what it's really gonna do. No. Like how I mean, how many years have we been in this? Listen, listen, man. Usually when the internet hates the I hate to break it to the internet, but y'all don't really control anything. Like it's a very small group of y'all that get mad and try to cancel people. Let me let y'all know that Travis Scott sold a million dollars in merch in two days. He's not canceled. <laughs> I know y'all tried. I know lives were lost, unfortunately, and y'all tried to blame that on Travis. I I get it. Mm-hmm. Did not work. The kid is not canceled. It, well, he ain't canceled in London. He can go to London once a month and live perfectly fine for the rest of his life. I actually watched Kendrick Lamar say, uh, show me something natural, and then they canceled him, and then I just saw him at the Barclays Center. <sighs> I mean, yeah, so the internet, y'all just stop. Stop with this trying to it's it's a very it's it's 800 of y'all that get together y'all are not pushing the needle in the world i promise you so just stop stop with all this trying to cancel people shit salute to serena williams on i don't want to say retire what is she doing evolving evolving she's serena williams serena williams the great serena williams is evolving away she's evolving out of tennis and into whatever else she decides to do next so she's retiring well, she doesn't want to call it retiring, but yes. In, in, She's evolving to a new career. Yes. Do you think that 
This is something that you and your friends started once again. No. The fake retirement. No. I watched I think Fade to is, Black and Jay-Z handed you the keys to the city no, and no. he retired. I think this is a way and of Serena maybe not saying she'll never play again. Like I don't think she wants to commit to that. But for the time being, she's she stepped away from it. I think that's what this is. She's argu- she's arguably the greatest athlete ever. Um I mean, Hall of Fame career. That's just nothing else to say about Serena Williams. She she can do whatever the fuck she. If wants. she had a number, they would retire it. I get it. Not only that, I mean, it's it's she's she's she changed the entire aesthetic of tennis. You know, from just the way women look and the way they play the game. You know, the way they work out because you know it was a thing where women didn't want to be too bulked up too too much muscle for tennis. You wanted to be long and limber and that, you know, that was like the aesthetic of tennis. And she came in with muscles and, you know, some weight on her and was out there dominating the sport for... Yeah, it also helped that she beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's, that's first and foremost. You can look however you want to look, but if you ain't winning... And she looked beautiful. It doesn't fucking matter. But shout out to Serena Williams and evolving away from the game of tennis. Um, and thank you. You know what I mean? Like, she... I'm trying... I'm going to try to catch... Shaq's Julian if he has tickets for the U.S. Open. You know he does. You know he does. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? Where do you want to sit? <laughs> section section one. Yeah, section, section one, boys. Section one. Um, Serena's also responsible for the Bills only Oscar. Yeah. Well, yeah, well played. Uh, her dad, King Richard. I mean, Richard would say he was responsible for that, but. Yeah, but as a dad, you could as a dad you could teach and push it all you want, but they got to go out and execute and perform. So I get it. Shout out to King Richard. Shout out to you know Richard Williams. But if Serena and Venus don't go out there and execute, if we don't get that movie and Will doesn't get that Oscar, so. and Chris Rock doesn't so, yeah. get smacked, yeah, and Chris Rock <laughs> never gets the now shit that I think about it, wow. Hey Serena, before you evolve, call Chris, man. Yeah, Compton, Compton <laughs> yeah. smacked the shit out of you. Yeah, now that I think about it, call Chris Rock and make sure he's alright. Because if you don't, if you wasn't as great as you are, Chris Rock doesn't get this shit slapped out of him. All right, well, we'll be back. Top of the week. Top of the week, we'll be back. Y'all have a great weekend. See, Eden, Eden was sending us with the rap shirt today. What shirt is that, Eden? Is that Biggie? Yes. Is that, okay. is that Bad Bunny as a baby in the Ready to Die uh, form? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> I promise y'all, one day y'all gonna turn this shit on and listen to it and Eden's not gonna be here. I promise you. <laughs> Just don't, don't, don't say I didn't tell you, all right? We'll be back next week. Y'all be safe. Have a great weekend. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No worry, I'm